0: Hey, Boss Feeds, where we wear whatever to create, conquer, and celebrate. I'm April, and this is Chris K. Okay? Hey, guys. Welcome back to our second episode of Boss Feeds. This is exciting. So today, we're going to be talking about budgeting, scheduling, and boundaries, and how they intertwine in um, business-related settings. Pretty jam-packed episode today. Yeah, today is about to cover, but keep it going. So, Miss April, what is budgeting to you? So, budgeting actually to me is like kind of where you're allocating everything. Um, it's especially important in my industry for a lot of people. And actually today, we talked about this in one of my classes, um, is basically how you budget as a realtor. Um, and I don't want to say just as a realtor, like as a business owner, because I mean, honestly, like we have more than just our typical bills that we have, like everyday bills, like gas. Um, like your business. Yeah. So just like your standard, like your personal bills. Um, we also have like our business bills. Like I have for me, I have to maintain um, a key card. I have a whole system for um, it's the MLS system. Um, And then we also have to maintain and pay our own taxes. So just having all of those things built up, uh, budgeting is actually super important because if you don't budget, you can get uh, in some pretty slippery slopes. Yeah, I think that is for anybody that is Mm -hmm. self-employed and anybody who has their own business and are employing others. Right, because you have to budget for, like you said, taxes. But you also have to budget for the money that you need to put back into your business. Yes, that's a big thing too. Business costs. So not like- only your business costs, but like, um, for investing because you want to be able to invest in yourself and your business, but to take it even further, like. Say you want to go ahead and invest in like stocks, Like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to have to like put that into your budget because you're investing in your own fortune. Yeah. That's like you said, investing in yourself. Yeah. But you also have like, so I think this could cover any entrepreneur, business owner, self-employed, anybody that wants to have their own business. I think that um you have to uh budget differently. You know that that's what you're saying that you budget completely different from somebody who wasn't I honestly can say that I budget my own personal finances separately from another realtor. Yeah. Because at the end of the day like you don't know like what licenses they hold. Like if you have multiple right. state licenses you actually have to affiliate with more than one, um, commission. So for me, I'm with our, um, Baltimore commission, but if I wanted to get like my Pennsylvania license, then I have to also affiliate with that as well. Um, so you do have like different costs. Um, and personally too, like my own, my own, like personal for me, my car, for example, right. To me, my car is a business expense because that's how I get to and from showings, to the office, to classes, things like that. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. So that cost in itself could be different from somebody else. Like they may have gotten a better rate on their car. They could have gotten, mm-hmm. you know, um, got a, a whole different car that costs more money. And then on top of it, gas. Like my gassing could be a lot smaller than someone else's, or vice versa. Yeah, agreed. I think everyone's budgeting um, is definitely individualized. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, going back to what you're saying, it is different for somebody who owns their own business than somebody who is working for somebody. Because when you own your own business, pretty much like 50% of what you make goes back into your business right. or in your um, field of work it would be your licenses licenses that you have to keep up and um all of the there's classes there's um tools that we have to maintain things like that and not yeah. only like just like that but it's like even just like your everyday thing right. like as far as gas and like all right. of that and then when you do work for somebody like your tax even like your taxes your taxes are taken care of when you are working underneath of somebody yes but if I'm that business owner like I also have to budget somebody else being underneath like I guess uh, budget yes. for the help mm-hmm. which I mean in all honesty like we still do that it's I have somebody and I'm like hey I need you to do a showing because I'm out of town right now that's part of that budget too, as far as like, can I pay them for their time? Like your time off, like if you're on vacation. Yeah. You have to set aside certain money that if you need somebody else to cover yeah. one of your meetings, one of your showings, one of your yeah. anything that involves your business, you need to be able to pay them. Because, like, right. you own your own business. So, like, somebody yeah. else going to pay them to go to the property. Right, so that's a separate to where, for example, like my mom, she has her own business, her own trucking business. Right, and every single year she has to pay state highway taxes. Right, and she has to like obtain uh, a certain license and um, cost for uh, mechanic work. Like all of those things separately have to be budgeted out where right. she just worked for somebody else's company she would get paid by the hour yeah they literally they will though like pay you by the hour and you don't have to worry about your taxes you don't have to worry yeah. about anything but your own personal bills and your wants at that point but it's a lot that goes into it when you like own your own business even like in real estate everybody is like i'm gonna be a realtor like i so exciting. you do a house easy I've been doing this for, what, it'll be five years in May, and yeah. no. Right. It has not been, it, like, how many times have I called you, and I'm, like, literally about to rip my hair out? Yeah. Like, it's not easy. You just, you have to know, though. I mean, obviously, I always preach, like, make sure you always align yourself with the right brokerage, right, right, right? right. but it's not easy. And no, I don't, it is. I don't think any, I don't think anything like that would be easy i think you get into mm-hmm. um habits and healthy uh habits and healthy yeah. like getting getting the correct knowledge around it do have to handle those kind of situations oh, financially yeah. with budgeting but it's huge and it goes into every single person's lifestyle oh 100 percent and um i think that we can both agree that it's definitely individualized but it's very important. Okay, so to the next one. Are you ready? Ready to hang out Okay. <laughs> uh Scheduling. Scheduling is huge. What is it to you? Or how How do you manage scheduling? I'm going to say how I used to manage scheduling because I've really, like, stopped with a schedule. And the reason why I say I stopped with a schedule now is because I'm not as... Um, I'm not as structured as I was when I first got into the business. Okay. When I first got into the business, I was very, like, I had a planner with me at all times. Like, I think I had three planners at one time. I had one at my desk, one in my purse. And I swear, like, my first one was, like, tiny. I want, I somehow had one in my car, which was weird. Um, But at the end of the day, like, I would wake up, went to, like, if you, like, see that t- TikTok and it's, like, club bus another club (laughs) like that is literally like what I was doing and where I was like okay wake up shower breakfast go to the office and I was in the office from nine to five and that was the brokerage I was with kind of like put me on that structure and what I would do before I left the office was I would sit down and I would do a to-do list and basically be able to prioritize what my things were and I got to the point where I was like scheduling my days in 15 minute increments like I wouldn't schedule, I would be used to schedule appointments at 11, 1130, things like that. Like it wouldn't be like at that time I'd be like, oh, 1145, right, 1145, 1205. Like I was like intense with it because I was so like, if you mess with even a minute of my time, like you're, you're done. Right. And so i have very relaxed up because obviously I'm kind of changing with like the times right now, obviously like with the whole COVID thing, like we did a lot of work from home. Yeah. But I also value my personal time. More. So then I was a, I remember a client literally sat there and said, do you ever sleep? <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, next question. And like, it got to this point where I was like, I, I was getting to a burnout. I was working every single day for two weeks straight. And my manager was like, do not come in tomorrow. I'm setting your legs back. <laughs> and I was like, but I need to work. And he was like, no. So I kind of like got to this point where I'm like, okay, I need to understand like where in my schedule, I can kind of take that personal time and just be like, okay, I need to step back, reset and move on to the next day because burnout is so for real. Yeah. 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 So would you say that um, it's ha- like a healthy habit to form scheduling? I think not necessarily a schedule because I think it really depends on like what your business is like and I can only like really relate to real estate because I haven't done any other like my business in a mm-hmm. way um, but when it comes down to real estate like every day is different. Yeah. So it's really hard to be like at seven o'clock, I'm going to the gym at, you know, 5 p.m. I'm going to sit down and make phone calls because you might have a client that's like, I need to get to this house. Right. You know what I mean? Or you're like, I need to go and put up stuff like for us with doing open houses, Friday nights or Saturdays, we have to be out at X time to put signs out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard in that sense. I would say you want to have a like a routine. Okay. I wouldn't say a schedule, but a routine. Okay. So something that like never changes. And I think the example I just previously previously used as the gym at 7 a.m., like it is obtainable. Because over the summer, you and I actually did that. Yeah. Where we did set that. And there were days where I was like, hey, I like I can't like yeah. do today because I've got the like, fast or something going on. Yeah. But I think at that point, and it, I think it takes kind of a skill to kind of be fluid in that way of like um being able to kind of I don't want to say go with the flow because it's not really that but it's just as long as you have a routine and my team lead says this to me all the time the consistency yeah so I think having all of that and like understanding what your goal is like your schedule kind of falls into place on its own yeah but I mean that's also me I'm very like I'm a very go with the flow, like, happy-go-lucky person, like, yeah, I think that for me, scheduling is important, because I have, like, multiple things that I Mm -hmm. have to, like, balance, yeah, so I think that from, like, your standpoint in, like, where you are with your life, yeah, is different from where I am with mine. Oh, 100%. So, like, a uh, tight-knit schedule and, like, a very short schedule for me mm-hmm. is important. So, I think right. that also plays a role, too. And oh, we, we didn't think about that. No. Yeah. I didn't. But I like that because, like, you yeah. you have your kids. You have my business. Your business. My part-time job. Like, everything. I yeah. feel like you're doing, like, this This is Superwoman. Yeah have you ever wanted a no. super woman look we're managing but um yeah. but yeah and like you said I think everyone is, is different depending on what goal you're trying to obtain uh, and not even just like your goal I think it's where you are in life absolutely because like I said you have your kids so like you're going and driving them to school and bringing them home making sure that they're eating me on the other hand I'm like okay let me go ahead and Grab like a cube of cheese and like <laughs> I'm out the door and I Which don't think about anything day? else Clearly this morning. Yeah. Which yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And then I think that can kind of slide into um, the boundary part of it too. Oh, I'm 100%. Because, I was like thinking about that too. Yeah. Because when you do scheduling, you're taking like you're specifically taking time out Yeah, for the things that like need to be taken care of exactly on a business aspect but also a personal aspect so like you said you don't get burned out right so that so that's where that kind of came into play with um when i first got into the business like sat down and i remember actually talking to a lender on the phone and he's like i'm really surprised that you learned what your boundaries are now versus getting into the business burning out and then still not really understanding where your boundaries." Are. Yeah, I literally stop answering my phone after eight p.m. Yeah, like sometimes it'll be like a five or a seven, depending on like the day. Yeah, but I still like if my client texts me at like eight eight fifteen, I'm like, all right, I gotta respond to them now. But it's still a matter of like I'm not gonna answer my phone after eight p.m. because I either want to sit down and have that glass of wine, I want to be out to dinner, or I just want to quite frankly sit down and watch a movie or Relax. go to bed. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You kind of have to like set those boundaries. Absolutely, because it's just healthy. It is, and honestly, like kind of taking it back to, all the way back to budgeting. I feel like boundaries can kind of go into budgeting as well. Um, okay. <laughs> so for example, like, um, with real estate like we have a lot of things that we can do mm-hmm. and the class that I'm taking like really pour, you're supposed to be pouring into your friends and your family like your sphere of influence mm-hmm. and for me it's been exceptionally challenging just because I'm not like one of those people where I have a ton of funds to just go out there and like spend this and that like um for example like our first mailing that we did sent everything off to the post office and I spent close to $50 on stamps. Alone. Yes. Stamps. And that's for 45 envelopes. Yeah. To be sent out. And I had one person, maybe two people actually call me out of all of those. I had two people call. One was one of my lenders and the other one was a past client of mine. And it was because I wrote them a handwritten note and sent it out. And it's like having that boundary with my budget, maybe I should have been more selective with who I was sending it to. I was sending these letters out to clients I hadn't talked to in over a year. Right. And I don't want to say like, I, I know for a fact that in the past, I've been really bad with communicating, like keeping up communication after a stamp closes. But I mean, it gets to that point where it's like, you know, I'm spending all of this time and energy and money on something that maybe isn't going to have that same return, Mm -hmm. that maybe I should just kind of like change it and send that back to somebody else. Maybe instead of sitting there for an hour writing notes, maybe I should have been spending time with my niece or, you know, like my family or maybe even like honing in on like another skill that I know that I have and maybe more phone calls yeah so I think your boundary kind of goes into your budget as well as knowing you know where you're like differentiating the time and the money towards like what rules over top of one yeah not that it's so much of like one's better than the other but like what is going to be more uh, attainable time efficient cost um, yeah efficient and stuff like that oh 100 i I agree with that too i definitely think that there needs to be boundaries with that yeah because even boundaries you set for yourself oh 100 like i'm not even first i think i told you this already before as far as like boundaries with my own self and my budget yeah because i'm one of those people where i'm like let me go shopping like i would love to have a new dress i want like a new you know whatever have you or like even going to get my hair done or nails done or whatever. I mean like I'm literally naked nails right now and drives me crazy. But um at the end of the day it's just like knowing yourself in those things. I have to actually sit down and allocate where my computer, each of my commission checks are going. Right. How much towards my bills, how much towards savings, how much am I allowed to spend on even like my my own personal essentials. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then be like, okay, well, I'm comfortable enough if I were to lose, and I want to say lose $100 in the sense of like, if I end up in a position where I don't have any money in my account, will I still be okay and not sit there and be like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that and have $100 in my account right now? right that's kind of where I go and that's where I do with like the budgeting it's almost like if um you go out to a casino like this is one of the rules of thumb that I knew when I went to Vegas for the first time mm-hmm. how much money are you okay with losing because you're going to lose your money right. and I was like all right three hundred dollars for the whole week we're good I lost I believe it was five hundred dollars so like you went past your balance yeah, by $200. And I was so comfortable. With I knew in the time like I was comfortable with losing that money because I had set aside some money for, like, frivolous spending, like gifts or something like that. Right. Or I don't, I don't know if I wanted to, like, eat out when I came back or something like that. But just being able to understand, like, you're not going and, like, oh, I'm budgeting for a new dress or getting my nails under my hair. i like, I'm budgeting to lose this money. Like, I it like, that's the mindset I have to have with myself because I love shopping. Like, anybody will say, like, tell me about April. She likes her shoes and she is very about fashion. Mm-hmm. And I am, like, I really do care about my appearance just because I, I don't know how to explain all that, but I, I'm me. Yeah. No, <laughs> I get that. I get that, but I don't consider that, I don't consider that, like, a negative thing. Mm-mm. i don't think it's negative at all but yeah. i would look at it as like lose it because you're not there's no monetary value back from it so the way that i'm going with this is if if i spend a hundred dollars on a dress i have the dress write the dress the dress goes out of style i donate the dress if i spend a hundred dollars on stock spend a hundred dollars on um my education, something like that, I'm going to be able to continue a skill. Yeah. Whether that's like learning stock at that Mm skill or if I'm learning, you know, how to do better phone calls, learning my contracts better, like different things like that. And that's where you get like that, that loss versus investing in yourself, in my opinion. I would just say that that's budgeting out money for your like pleasure. Like, they're true. Same if you kind of want to, like, you want to go on vacation. Yeah. Like, you're not getting, yeah, like, you're not getting anything back from going on that vacation. If anything, you could lose money by going on that vacation. It's the time that you're off. Yeah. I mean, you also have, like, memories. Memories at that point are, like, priceless. Yeah. But you set money, like, you would set money aside in your budget for that. That's a good point. So, I don't really think that it's considered like throwing money away. I just think it's money that you set aside for like your wants. Right. Like you make sure that your necessities are taken care of, your futures taken care of, your like play money that you want. Yeah. For, um, you know, like anything vacation shoes, like clothes, um, jewelry, anything that you just kind of want, your emergency money, or if there's ever an emergency, like you would have something for that. Um, I don't think that's, I don't think that's wrong. I don't, I think there's some people who can't afford to budget like that. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I think you have to know. I mean, I think that's where the start is. And I think coming from my experience with it, because I'll be honest, I'll be the first one to tell you, like me and budgeting like are very like I don't even know what word to use about being food. So I'm really bad with budgeting. Because I do like to go out and I do like to have fun, things like that. When I did sit down with my lead and like we went through like budgeting, like my lifestyle, things like that, I was like spending way too much money on Taco Bell and (laughs) stuff. Right. And I think that goes back into yeah. the boundary that you would need to just set with yourself. Yeah. And it's always like, so going back to like the class that I've been in is they said that like, you have to sit down and actually review your monthly expenses on a monthly basis, not even like on an annual basis. Right. I mean, monthly basis. Say hey, look! Like this is how much money I spent on food. This is how much money I spent, and not even just food, like lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This is how much money I spent to invest in myself, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of helps you kind of draw those lines for your boundaries. Absolutely, yeah. And I think also like you said, um, you're probably not the only person that doesn't have a good relationship with budgeting. Yeah. So if you don't have a good relationship with budgeting or maybe like there's other things that you could learn to make budgeting easier for you, then that's definitely like an investment that you would make in yourself. Yeah. 100%. And like, I can, I think that that's like a healthy boundary. You have to, because there's different types of boundaries too. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. There are different kinds of boundaries. Um you want to go into that or do you want to save that for a different episode maybe we should save that i think we should save that because that, that goes i feel like little, that's a little, like a little, rabbit hole right yeah, there. <laughs> it could definitely be a rabbit hole but it's very uh much needed uh, yeah. conversation to have but um tune in a couple weeks from now <laughs> but i definitely think that 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 would be like a good boundary and how that yeah. like intertwines how boundaries intertwine with scheduling because you need to know your limit. You do. And the burnout is a real thing. Like and it's not even like man, I'm tired. It's like to the point where I've I do not know how you feel, but I've gotten to the point where I'm like, leave me alone, like literally hair standing up straight like I put my finger in a socket. Like I'm not getting like crazy like my my head, probably spinning off my shoulders. Yeah. Because I think that what happens is, so when you don't set that boundary yeah. for your own, like for your own personal schedule and time that you need to, like you said, allocate, um, uh, uh, allocate or allocate, allocate. Oh, outright All- the first time. All right. So next week we're gonna have a grammar lesson. No, <laughs> no I'm it. just kidding. I don't know. Okay. I'm uh, blanking. I know. Me too. I like was like okay, whatever, back to what I'm saying. So when you budget and you set aside the different money for the different categories. Allocate. Allocate. Okay. The different categories that you need uh in your life, a boundary is set. Like, yeah. okay, I know I can be very, very, very um, extra over in the shopping category. Yeah. So I need to set a boundary that like, I'm only going to have this limit, right? That's healthy. So that Mm -hmm. way you can put like other money into something that, like you said, you could learn another skill. You could do all of those kind of things, but you're not taking away from something that you actually enjoy. Right. Because if you're like, oh no, I can't, I can't go shopping like this month at all. So that's actually something that I, um, I preach about, like, eating healthy. So like, you know, I've been on, like, this huge eating healthy weight loss journey thing throughout the year. That was one thing that anybody was like, how did you do it? I said I did not give up everything. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't give up everything is because when I crave, like, my biggest thing is sweets and carbs. <laughs> Literally, pasta is my, what, Pasta, so, like. But any (laughs) you would think I was Italian (laughs) (laughs) inside joke. Um, but anyways, so oh yeah. So when it goes when it comes down to having that boundary with yourself as far as like I can still go ahead and enjoy these foods that I like and still reach my goal. But I also need to understand that with having that bowl of pasta, I do also need to balance that out with like healthy vegetables or, you know, healthy grains and things like that and working out. Like, it was like all of these things that kind of like went together. Yeah, that's like a personal boundary. Right. That you would set, but it also applies. Right. So you're not like getting to the point where you're like overindulging, like when you go ahead and deprive yourself of that thing, like regardless if it's like food, or shopping, shopping, or, or like, anything, it could be anything, some people enjoy, like, I am a book like, I literally, but you read them, yeah, I I collect (laughs) books, but she reads them, I literally have, like, I, I could, like, if I didn't have any responsibilities, and, like, I just had, um, oh, Bucket load of money, and someone was like, What do you want to do with this? Oh, I'm definitely like going to Amazon, any bookstore, any like old vintage like bookstore, anything like that. The, and, like, the library mm-hmm. is I've like been from to, the floor to the ceiling. Yes, yeah, I've, I've literally been to this one, it was so beautiful. This exists for real? Yes. I thought it was just like no, there's like upstairs to it and like the steps like wrap the steps wrap around and it's like this little hole thing that you go through and there's books on books and books all the way up to the ceiling and like there's little ladders that you can pull over. They're so beautiful. i like seen like I literally thought that this was something that was in the movie. Yeah, and they have like books that was that were written like years ago that obviously in 2020 but you can like correlate them and it like teaches you really awesome stuff because I like self-help books right like anything about like bettering yourself so that's yeah. where I would over indulge and I have to restrain myself you have to restrain yourself no you I like don't buy every book just like buy one book at a time but I go into this like oh okay neuroplasticity. And then I go into like, oh, how does the mind focus? And then I'm like, hey, I need that book too because if I don't know how the mind focuses, then how am I going? And I'm like, I need this, I need this. Like I go into like, add to cart, add to cart. And Christmas' Christmas list, how does, how does the mind focus? <laughs> no, I, I think I have that book. <laughs> yeah, there's a book called that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would say I need to read it, but I'll be honest, I have a whole like, Thing full of books and I, yeah, I color coordinate them. That would be uh like a personal boundary of mine. So yeah, back to the um uh, like the budgeting part of it, like a boundary that you would set is okay. I'm going to just specifically set this amount of money aside. Yeah, for the one right, but I'm not going to completely take that away just so that I can pay this debt faster. Right. or oh I can um I don't know like something like that I, I just I think that when you do that it's not healthy because you end up turning around and um you overindulge. so it's like kind of one of those yeah. things like man I haven't bought a new and I did this actually recently like I did allocate my money and I gave myself a budget yeah. for a new wardrobe and I one of with one of my commission checks I was like I'm going to buy everything that I want because I have not gone shopping for new clothes in so long and I'm loving like the style now and I was just like okay here's your money and instead of like being able to go to the store and like grabbing like one or two items I I was an h H&M. and I swear to god like my arm was like numb about to fall off like with the amount of clothes that I had I I think that the so did you overindulge? Yeah. Or I didn't... went over my budget. Oh, okay. And I have clothes now that, like, are hanging in my closet that still have the tags on it. And you know why? One of the shirts that I have in my closet still has the tags on it because I couldn't find the size of pants that I wanted to go with that. And I couldn't even find another pants. And instead of putting the shirt back, I was like, I'm going to order those pants online. And I went online to order them. They didn't even have the size. So now it's hanging in my closet with the tag still on. That you haven't worn. And I haven't worn it because I don't have the pants that I wanted to wear with it. Confessions of the shopaholic. I was gonna say that's the deed. But like that's like where that like overindulgence went. Because instead of me being like, Oh, just like pick up this piece here, this piece there, I was buying the whole freaking store at this point. And but you restricted yourself. But instead of putting the shirt back. I still bought it in hopes to buy more online later. You're saying that's, like, not good. No, because it could have been a shirt that went back, or there could have been a blazer that went back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all of like, these little tiny things that could have, you know, saved me money for later on. Right. So you're saying that a boundary for, for you yeah, would need to be set in place. At that time, yeah. yeah. Which but you know now. Growth. That's what i thriving. Exactly. It's a lot. Life a is lot. a lot. It's a lot being a grown-up. Man, all these responsibilities. <laughs> God, I don't even want to see what my face looks like when I said that. <laughs> uh, these are good chats, though. But we will see you. Next week. Tune in. Do the damn thing, Bob, Bye. Bye.